Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's the Kid Coffee Black. Uh, I am your humble and illustrious host of the Fire in the Kitchen podcast. And um, today's episode is part one of a two-part, uh, I should say, series. Um, these are This is actually uh, a part of a, a larger three-hour conversation that I had with my brother over um, the course of the holiday. De- holiday. So, um... Yeah, man. Um, he's one of my favorite people in the world. He's very insightful. Um, nigga was side by side with me through my uh, journey through the streets, um, and ultimately our our uh, our lives take took different directions. He um, he found God, and he became a better man. And uh, I don't know, man. This is just a conversation about our transition into. Uh, from who we were to who we are now. 
And like I said, this is a two-parter. It's probably one of my favorite episodes that I've recorded so far. So um, here's part one. Uh, if you fuck with us, we fuck with you. If you don't, you know. We are you recording, out, sir. You figure out that there, there's a lot of sheep out there. Oh, yeah. And it's, it, it's somewhat scary just because people are following you. And your intentions as a person that is always in their head is normally like, for me, follow yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to get the fuck away from the from my like. like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on up here. Don't you know? Yeah, I mean, like, but because I I don't, I don't see myself as an intellectual just because, like, you know, I mean, I search for knowledge as well. Just because I'm in my head does not mean that I'm gonna claim a status of intellectual. But that's what that means. In a way, it does. You just focus on. I mean, it's not a. I think you can't. you 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 have a lot of focus on the negative connotations of these words, and I think not at all. Not I think at our all. society like, has pounded uh, the the idea that some of these words are very negative into our brains. There's think, nothing wrong with there. There's an elitist. Um, I don't want to say mindset, but there's an elitist air to the word intellectual because it it, it means that in society, the way I take it, when people say it, is that. You hold this uh, superior sort of knowledge, elitist. You know exactly. So, like with me, it's not—it's not so much that I know more than the next man. I just internally. But you don't compare yourself to the next man. I either. don't. I don't. It's not a competition for you. Mm-mm. Life isn't a competition, and for most people, it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to compare the way they live. They want to compare, you know, their car, their watch, their shoes. It, it's it's a competition. It's a constant competition. I feel like... And and being in competition with someone, well, we have a... We have, we're competitive. You can't say we're not competitive. We're, we're competitive. We have a friendly brother competition, though. It's not coming from a place of malice. It's one-upsmanship and, hey, dude, I'm doing this. I feel like my my life is my life is, fit, is 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 going well. I want this for you too. If I dissect my competitiveness, though, it starts out as something playful, yeah, and of course, enjoyable, automatically. But I can drop it at any time. It doesn't consume me, right? And with a lot of people, they have to be the top. Mm-hmm. But I don't like if I'm doing me, I'm good. Like right. if I'm you know happy with what I'm doing, I'm fine with that. But you just you sit back and you talk to people and they're like, oh, you a smooth dude. Like, you always know what to say. You always got, like, this way to deliver what you're trying to say, your message. And it's, they enjoy it to the point where they want to emulate it. They want to be that. But you don't want, if you don't have it, this internal, like, always in your head sort of thing, mm-hmm. you don't want it. No. Because... No. It's something that I deal with. It's not something that I strive for. Right. It's something that, I mean, you've even said since we were young, you're always in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it can go to a dark place. Sometimes it can be a negative thing. Sometimes it's, it's good as well right. because I don't waste my words as much mm-hmm. as some people. Right. Because I felt at one point, you get to these certain areas in your life, and you're like, "Man, I'm talking too way, way too much." Right. And when you talk too much, people stop listening. Yeah. People start saying, "Well, he's always saying something." Right. So if you use your words sparingly, when you do speak, people listen. They have more impact. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, and then I always go back to the fact that people are listening. People may take what I feel right now. Or what I'm feeling in the moment, take that out of context and follow it. Because I've actually seen it happen. Yeah. And then when I learn a lesson and I apply it back to what I've said, and it changes the whole mindset completely, the they people that listened, they they don't learn that lesson. No, they haven't changed. They well, still you're in a constant state one track of development, line. man. You're hundred percent right. I mean, I constantly am trying to Improve. Improve, adapt, 
readjust to. But that's not just that's better the way myself. you're supposed to be, man. That podcast I told you about, that's it. The guy to pimp that the concept of pimping a butterfly. The, the, it, it sounds crazy, right? Like, what what does that mean? Basically, what he's talking about throughout the entire album is caterpillars are very ground level. They deal with things on the ground, crawl around in the ground to get get through the mud. They eat however they can. Mm-hmm. However, there are things instinctively that they have to have that you have to have as a caterpillar. You know what I'm saying? In order to progress, in order to go to the next level in your life. So when you enter that cocoon, when you go through that hard place, oh. metamorphosis, same thing. It's funny that's playing right now. Same thing. When you go through this metamorphosis, you are completely destroyed. You understand? Uh, no. They are liquefied. They are turned to nothing. And then they come out on the other side with the same traits, the same instincts, the same foraging skills, the same survival tactics, all of that shit that they learned as a caterpillar. But they're a beautiful butterfly and they have wings and they can fly. I wish people and they would can realize. see things. I wish people would realize it, though. That was so beautiful that, to me. But at the same time, I wish that people would realize that butterfly was in there the whole time. Same guy. Same guy. Mm-hmm. Same genetic makeup. The idea, the, the concept of pimping a butterfly is retaining all of the things that you would get as a butterfly, getting all of that, and then going back and being a caterpillar, which is counterproductive. Who wants to do that? Why would you do that? I have the ability to go anywhere. I have wings. That'll take me anywhere. I would never claim this myself, but everyone that we come in contact, that I come in contact, they sit down and talk and chop it up with me for, you know, days, hours, whatever. Uh, You end up getting told that you're an old soul, okay? Okay. That you're ahead of your years, that... Wise beyond your years, all, all, not, all of those cliche man, I'm stuff. I'm not going to even sound like I'm wise. Like one thing though that I do feel like time has progressed, time passes by. I don't like monotonous things. I don't like to learn a lesson and then put myself back into the same cycle mm-hmm. and do it over. Well, sometimes that happens though. You're, Sometimes it's unavoidable. Oh, I think definitely, like, you know, you, I've said to myself, you know, like, looked up to God being, and asked. Being you know, a man like, of the people, you encounter a, a, a lot of a lot of people out here on the streets, you know what I'm saying? So you'll see a guy, he'll be hungry, you'll feed that motherfucker, and then you'll see him again, he'll be hungry again, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, it's the fact that, you know, I looked up to God before, and I was like, why is life so complicated? Why is, you know, especially someone that internalizes everything, and then basically goes through every situation that could possibly be, every outcome. Even after every sentence that is said, what could be said, it's like chess. Yeah. You're looking at you're looking at big moves. I'm looking at the old moves that I made, how I could counter that move. It's it's, it's, a, it's immediate. Though, it's boxing. It's it's immediate though. It's boxing because it's round around. Chess is one game. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get arrest and a reprieve between events. If that makes sense. It's immediate though, the answer punching, that you get back. I'm looking for you to throw one. You're looking for oh, me yeah. to throw one. I, I'm waiting for you to throw that same punch you threw in the first round so I can counter it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You've been throwing this jab the whole first round. And I'm waiting to catch you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, I'm just waiting. That anticipation, though, can get you wrapped up in oh, yeah. missing the unexpected. Yeah, you ain't waiting for that. Uh, you waiting for him to throw that jab, but he might throw a cross on you, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't and you see that ready. coming. So, like, <laughs> it's like when you I say, you back. know, like, I've looked up and, and, you know, asked why it's so complicated, the answer is immediate. And it's, you made it this way. You did the things that you did. It's not me. Yeah. I'm here for you. Right. You're making this harder than what it really is. You're either stuck in one place or you've overanalyzed something to death. And you've made a complication where things were a lot more simple. 
and it uh it'll it'll uh, it'll definitely take its toll on you. I faced that this year alone, legitimately. And I and you know, I had truly, a. You're, I wish that wasn't the case, but um, you you definitely you know progressed. So I wish you you weren't alone in it. Oh no, I wasn't alone in it. I can't say that I was alone in it. That that would be disingenuous. Um, because after all the different paths that we take and that we've taken throughout these many years, we all not we all, but me and you specifically, we end up going through the same stuff. And surprisingly, the internal, we may choose different paths to solutions. But internally, we we have felt very similar over the past couple of years. Yeah. And never really spoken out about it. I mean, you have definitely over the past, you know, mm-hmm. 100, I had to, 150 podcasts. I had to make myself do that, though. Hundred percent, and that's probably one of the scariest things for me as well. Just because when I I don't like people to focus on how I'm feeling, right? Because and I've always been that way. Um, if I'm going through something, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tighten up that mask and make sure that it's real, real straight, so it doesn't affect your attitude. Because if you see me down, and you actually care about me, yeah. You gonna you gonna be down. And, and I'm not saying let, you won't be let motivational. Me, let me interject though, because something I learned from you, something that I'm learning from people who are religious, empathy is good. There's nothing wrong with me caring about the way you feel. If I if if I see that you're upset, why why wouldn't why shouldn't I? I don't I shouldn't even say why shouldn't I? Why why I mean. It, it should be instinctive for me to want to bring you up. I get good energy by seeing you up. I think people's... Uh, right? Yeah, but definitely. I mean, in my my personal opinion, it was a gift I th- to I me think, because I didn't have empathy before. But but vulnerability is... I, I, another thing Not that I've, I've learned by doing this podcast is... Vulnerability is just that. I'm I, I only I can only be hurt by what I allow to hurt me. How many people have you known though? And even yourself when you you can show a certain level of empathy, but if those people don't hurry up and get out of their, their position and change what's going on, people lose patience. People are like well, I've already told you what to do. So just Why move don't you... yourself. Exactly. It, it doesn't so have to be. I completely cancel. It's it's not saying that it's a good thing. I completely cancel that out. I don't even let you know because I, I think that's... I don't want you to feel like this. No, nah, man. I think that's ineffective. I think that's ineffective for both parties. I think that it's it's not constructive because just like what I said before, if I would have spoken out about it, yeah, it could have helped the person that actually was dealing with the same thing. Right. But until I figure it out myself, I, I can't be productive. Listen, I've gone about this process of reprogramming myself. I've, we, I should say, went our whole lives being inhuman. If that makes sense. We didn't, In what sense? We didn't live like regular people. We had a very outlaw-ish lifestyle. 100% agree. But we I, lived you know, very inhuman, sir. We were... We were I won't say we were one percenters, but we we lived very one percent. You know what, though? At the same time, I know that was part of our, our, you know, our internal mindset. But at the same time, society itself that we lived in and that I've always yes. dealt with. Yes. They, 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 if they push, they, they push it on you this. It's because when you go somewhere and you look like a bug to people. Mm-hmm. Our mindset when we were younger was, oh, I'm going to give you something to look at if you want to look at me like that. It I, was, I, I don't, I see, I, we weren't, we weren't bugs because we were, we were a little more harmful than that. Well, it's the same. I look at it like, okay, you thought we were hyenas, I'm going to show you a pack of fucking lions. That was more or less 
the the mindset. And I think that trying to reprogram myself from that is what has gotten me here and realizing that I don't have to wear that mask you was talking about no more because I got all of that shit in my pocket. And I, you know what I'm saying? Push come to shove. You bring any of that bullshit my way, I can pull it out, but I don't want to because I don't want to be that guy anymore. I don't have to walk around with this mask on pretending that I'm I'm Superman or uh, uh, whatever. I don't have to have this bravado anymore. I mean, it doesn't exist for me. And I, I, I think something that's rare that I think that that, that is super it's, it's necessary. We it's never necessary to be vulnerable, thought, bro. We never cared what, but you have thought. to now. And it's and it's it's it's, it's, it's kind of like you gotta you gotta care a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And not 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 care in the sense that um, it affects the way you you uh, you live. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if somebody doesn't uh, appreciate your lifestyle, that's fine. But um, when it comes to Caring about other people's feelings, caring about the things that come true, out of your mouth. True. Care, but if care, you don't you know like something that I'm doing, or you're just like a lot of people think they got haters. Okay. No, I'm for real. Like a lot of people think, oh, they just hating on me, or people, people looking at me sideways. <laughs> the thing about it is, it's like you're not. We actually do. No, no, we don't. No, hear me out. Hear me no, out. Hear me out. Nobody hates us. No, I mean like. When I I don't mean like you know just totally malicious or anything like that. And once like, upon once upon a time, it if was you like were that, if you were to succeed, the same. you truthfully you would have a group of people. I don't believe that, that don't want you to succeed just because they're not. I, I 100% oh yeah, yes, 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 and it's yes. not. But they don't even need yes. that as a motivation. But it's, it's subconscious though. But I'm saying, what I mean is, is that I care now. I I can. Even as someone that wants to see me fail, I still have compassion on you because I don't, I give all credit to God because it doesn't make sense to me how I can insert myself into an enemy's shoes. And I mean enemy as in a lack of better words and be like the opposition. Yeah. And I I have compassion on you. I feel bad for you. Uh, It's not, I have pity on you. It's just that. You're wrapped up in the wrong things. And I wish you weren't. I come from a place of pity. Now, I think that that's the stage of the empathy that I'm at. You know, a lot of people didn't believe it, though, that we are truthfully, and I mean this, like, you are, we, me, myself, I've been looked at, and I think people, what they want to do is they want to figure me out. They expect me to react a certain way. They, based off how I look, based off how I act, and it, it didn't come into view for certain people just because I, I went to the grocery store, and I know this happens all the time. People will look me up and down with straight disgust because they don't understand me, and it didn't come into view until I went to the grocery store and I was with, you, you look know, like a homeless dude. It's not even that. <laughs> let's, say, let's, say, let's say I was dressed up in a nice button up. When, how often does that happen, sir? I mean, I dabble. I dabble. I dabble. How, how often does that happen? I mean, because you used to be a very fresh guy. But now, nowadays, you're, you're, you're dressing very humbly. I like plain clothes now. But no, over I the past couple I, months, all I wear is t-shirt been, and khakis. I've been dipping into, you know, my own style again. Trying to, trying to get back. Y'all would love to, like, emulate, you know, like, trying kind of like Peaky Blinder style, you know oh, what I'm saying? It's doable. Yeah. It's doable for the cheap, too. For the cheap, too. And and I would, I, I love to, I love to not follow the rules, of course, you know this. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a, a suit and it was nice, I might throw some Tims on that. Just because, because you don't think that I should. It just has to be color matched. I've, ne- I've never matched, on... bro. That's not true. The reason why is because I wear what I want. I don't wear what you think looks good. No, I... that's that. That's always been your your thing. But you matched, my G. Like you can't say you didn't match. You used color to match. No, but I mean, it, when I went to the grocery store, you know, the lady was in the other aisle, but she she passed by and she was watching me. Mm-hmm. 
And she looked across the aisle and saw this other lady had like a bag of cookies in her hand, but she was not looking at the cookies. She was looking at me with straight disgust. How did you know? She told me. <laughs> she said, I don't know what her problem was, but she hated you. And I, was like, I was like, to be real with you, like, it doesn't phase me because it's happened my whole life. Anywhere that I go, there is always somebody that is going to look at me sideways. I don't even take it as an insult anymore. It used to be, when I was younger, if you stare at me too long, I'm going to fight something. everybody in this supermarket. <laughs> I'm going to say something. With you know, what you looking at? You know? Uh, you going to make <laughs> You got a high problem? You can still do that. I don't I don't have the desire but to. But no, not in a malicious way. It doesn't always have to be in a super aggressive way anymore. When I've so- understood that you man, you are you are you are uh, uh, a very articulate uh, 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 thoughtful motherfucker when you decide to use your words in a way. So like if you have a problem with the way see I think people get the idea that confrontation is a negative all the time. Sometimes these conversations need to be had. Sometimes you got to tell the motherfucker, like, hey, can I help you? Is there something behind me that you need? But see, when someone is in the in the mindset, that uh, a hostile mindset, that lady, let's just use her as an example. It would not have mattered if I would have said, hello, ma'am, may I help you? Nah, in a nice way, she would have been... So, <laughs> like she would, so been, she would have been. So, she been, no, I, I don't care. You that's, have complete control thing. of yourself. That's the thing, though. I've seen you go through worse than that, sir. You, you hear people <laughs> that say and keep a straight face. You hear people that say constantly, like I don't care what people think. I don't care what people think. And you watch their reactions. Those people care very much what oh, people yeah. think. I mean, it, it pretty much dictates their life of how they are portrayed amongst others. Yeah. And, in truth, I don't care. Like, I don't have the energy and time to dwell on how you feel. If you're upset, if there's some way I can feel it, I will take time out of my day right. to see if I can help. But if you're just being negative and hating for no reason, go ahead. But I want to know why. I'm not going to sit here and try I, no, to... No, no, I'm one of those people. I want to know why. I, I want to know why you feel the way you feel about me. You don't... You can't explain crazy. You can't put logic to crazy because that's completely I opposite. I don't know, man. I, I've been recording this podcast for, uh, you know, weeks now. I'm yeah. trying to explain crazy. I'm trying to explain... <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> I should quit this show because that's what I'm trying to figure out. I think people, people, like truthfully, like people, they they want haters. They want people to. Don't. When I say that, they want people to envy them. I'm not not us, but I've met people that will do things just so someone will say, you know, scrunch up their face. Those emotions can get you killed. They can. That's the. I mean. But the I, the understanding maybe we that's have of something the way I come, you know, what I'm saying into the game, like, but that's that. It, a, man, a, a jealous person could take your life, a hundred percent. Just because, but I, I also understand that you don't even have to do those things for someone to not like you. You know, what I'm saying you you can get haters based off of the, the love you get from other people. I think people think too much of themselves. Like in this, I think very highly of myself. Well, this is the thing. I've met people in this this new job, and people of all walks of life, but they are around the same age as myself and a little bit younger. And people feel like, let me. I, I I have haters, but you don't. No one actually cares. You actually. Blend in with the crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't care if anybody likes or dislikes me. I'm going to do my thing, and I have them because I've noticed. Like you do notice that you have them, but the people that actually yeah, think I, they I work, have them, I work with somebody who hates my guts. I, I understand. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> and what there's you do. nothing I can do. I've bought this person flowers. I've I've 
tried to extend the olive branch. You know me, man. I'm an antagonist. Naturally, I'm an antagonist. I I, I do know. Na- naturally, I'm an antagonist. So, like, automatically, buddy, I sure. want... Man, and I want to... But it's a woman, and I'm like, okay... I understand that you're in a position of authority. You have to throw your weight around a little bit. Cool, man. I'll let you do your thing. But don't fuck with me. And that's kind of where we are. That's a place I don't like to go to very often. Like, I understand. My my mind can travel. And I can easily slip back into an attitude where I was at one point where don't start with us. No, listen. The thing about it is is we don't have to think about the top of the conversation. Confrontation does not always have to be negative. But here's I the problem. I approach this person and I let it be known. Hey, listen, I understand that there's friction here. Here's it's one-sided. I don't have a problem with you. The only problem I have with you is the problem that you have with me. Here's the problem with us, though. Where people get passionate and mad. I'm going to laugh at you. Have to, <laughs> they, they think about what to say and how to cut deep. The problem with us is that we don't have to think. We just press play. Yeah, no, I had so, it already. Like, always, I got this in my pocket. It's no, so that's tough. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it just comes out yeah. with us. Like, we... And we've always been that way. Like, I don't have to think about how to hurt you. No. It I've just been thinking about out. how to hurt you since I no, walked in the door. It's, it's not even... It's <laughs> not even... The like, fact is... It's the way my brain works. It's like, it's motherfucking shoes. We're on a constant... <laughs> we're on a constant hold back. In consideration of your feelings, in consideration yes. of, you know, anything in it. Far consideration in of my passion, I... I and at the same that. time, no, I, I don't want to be... That's real. You've dealt, you've dealt with this as well. I don't want to be feared. Not anymore. At all. And, you know, at one point in time, that really bothered me. There were people around me. I had no idea, but I found out... They were actually afraid of me. And that bothered me because I was nothing to be afraid of. If I wasn't focusing on you in a malicious way, I was nothing to be afraid of. I was as kind and, and I, I think you you considerate as I could be. I could I could yeah, outstretch man. any of my generosity towards you. Cool. Cool. But you were never by yourself. And that's that that is the most intimidating thing in the world. If you understand, you, you understand the strength in numbers. One on one, anybody is cool. There was someone in our group that was younger in his mind, and but he was he was older. He maybe even be older than me. Um, I feel like he definitely was a chameleon when it came to who he was around. And uh, I actually, you know, I wish I would have been more constructive in all the different ways that when we were together all the time, I wish I could have really showed more, you know, structure in there's a way to be passionate. There's a way to, there's a time to get married, or I mean, a time to get angry, a time to, you know, tone it back. And I feel like he was one track minded to the point where this is the way I'm going to live my life. And now, I mean, I don't speak to him, but I mean, he could still be living his life like that. And I think I had a, an I effect on that. You just carry this. When, Go ahead. When you have. I guess it's a. I don't know, man. It, that that you're you're not wrong. I, I you're not you're not wrong. As but I, as I continue on in this life, I I'm not super proud of how I understand it was a part of life, it was a growing experience, but mm-hmm. I'm not super proud of the way I acted. But there are people still living as they saw me act. I don't think there are anybody with within our group who's still uh running around that way. I think everybody has got it together for the most part. Um that's that's me watching from a distance. Um but One, I, this I, dude I'm, this dude I'm sure you could care less I if think, he, he tripped and fell onto a beehive. I think everybody's got it together. 
And I, mean, that's I don't me, know because I don't speak to them. That's just me being on the outside looking in. I, I think everybody is headed in in the direction that they're supposed to be headed in at this point in our lives. Now, how how they get in there, I have no idea. I mean, I, but I I I I think everybody's noses are are headed in the right direction. I think uh, I think everyone's been scared straight for the most part. You know, we we. We've lost people. We've had people die. We've had people go to jail in front of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's the thing, too. I mean, I've, I've met people that are really almost proud of the past that they've had. But, I mean, if I could do it different, I, I think I would. You want me to tell you why, though? Because they don't have anything else. And that small little part of their life was the only thing that they've ever had. But what I have is, what I what I have and what I try to have is the next day to improve. I don't try to sit here and be the same person every day and go back to pressing play to that angry side. I don't, one, it exhausts me. Mm-hmm. When I drift back into, oh, I could say this, or... You know what? You wanna you wanna try me? Let's go on a long fishing trip. I got plenty of poles and no bait, but we'll figure something out. But I don't I don't like to get to that point. I don't even like to be portrayed as that person. Like that's what I mean. Like I I hated the fact that people were they were deathly afraid. Why I don't know. Look at me. I'm a skinty little dude. Because like you could push the button. I can make. Could I think push, I made people. You could push. think. Listen, you don't. I don't think you understand your power. I don't think you understand and understand the power that you held. Do you? I, I do. I do. No, because no, one person no. was excommunicated. Stop up. Look, Stop. I, I know Stop exactly up. what you mean. Do you remember the the Steve O Peter day? Do you? Good morning. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Now, do you? Skip out, take out everything else other than the police presence on the street that day. Who do you think they were looking for? Who do you think they had that day? I mean, who do you, who do you think they think they had that day? I mean, I was asleep, so who do know. you think they think they had that day? They had our group. Come on, man. So, and that's understand. You've never seen a motherfucker pull up in a in a in a PT cruiser with it's police lights in it. Until that day. You wanna know what got me? You wanna know what got me about that whole day? The whole day that got me. You don't still understand think about your power. It. I've man. never seen police, no badge, but it's sewn on with off colored like Come on, man. And they like walking this, up in peach colored This was special sheriff shirts. I mean, every single but we could have went and robbed a bank. Fam. They was nobody else was there. Damn. But see, that's the thing too. I mean, like, I think people also underestimate <laughs> what we've done. No, you underestimate we were. And that's what I'm trying but to I'm tell gonna, you. I'm not trying to sit here and say, you know, like, hey, I was a bad dude. Like, I was somebody that was on a list. That Sir, was actually a whole task force. But, but this was is after top, us. Top of the conversation. Top of the conversation, we talked about. We're talking about why you were feared and why you don't understand why you were being feared. Let's bring this shit 360. Do you do you remember anybody else getting uh, getting that kind of response anywhere? I'm talking about everybody no. who did anything in the history of your county. Do you? I mean, of course, I'm sure there's somebody out there. Yeah, I'm but I'm not gonna put myself on the top just because that's. I mean, you would have to tell me, but there is somebody that I don't know that about comes it. to mind right now that actually does let me see that I had a reach. Um, one person, um, you know, uh, he did something and he got lost, and then we found him, mm. and. After that, no, I was he, I was uh, attempted to be set up. He's a cop, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, but, like that's what's legit. up. I, ho- I, I hope he's happy in his career. <laughs> and uh, the thing about it is, is that's that kind of like I don't hold ill feelings. No, especially not. towards the person that he was on the phone with. Yeah, because I mean, uh, we've talked. We, you know, we had good times. Right. Even just recently. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't hold ill feelings. No. But, uh... Oh, man, I forgot that one, too. Um, after that... Yikes. I'm not. I'm not happy with this, but after that... I cut him off from everybody. Yeah. I made sure that... No, he, no. Yeah. He couldn't do anything. He Put couldn't move. on it. Yeah. If he was around... If he was around okay, in so, any setting... In any setting... Yo, so this is... I would make him leave. Okay, so this conversation... I, I didn't make him leave personally, but I would make other people be this like... conversation is getting deeper because now we're getting back to the root of it. Do you understand? I ain't no mob boss I, now. How, why In our I little community, like, why weren't you? Why I feel like I could have done that to somebody, it just, in a, in a real short way, it just, it wasn't nice. Is that, a, is that why you're afraid of your influence? I think more of that I don't want people to follow me. I don't want people to sit here and get stuck in my way of thinking at the time. I don't want, I want people, to, in truth... I want people to you have no find their own relationship with God and follow Him. You have He's no He's the control. perfect example. Me, I'm a flawed individual. I have so many flaws you that no you should not follow control me. control over the way people interpret, the way you communicate. But I so. do have control of what I say. Yes, yes And you who do. I say it to. My platform mm-hmm. will only reach who it's intended to. And I make sure of that. I, I, I strive for that. I... I take time out of my my spitting out anything, and I make sure the person that's listening actually has the ability to be able to dissect it themselves and find their own way about it. Because if it's not, if somebody's off to the side listening up, you're gonna you're gonna you know dictate. Actually, how open I am with the person that I'm attending the well, conversation. You know, you for. don't have control over third-party information either, man. The telephone game is real. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's it's stripping things out of context. That's always going to happen. I don't want to be the cause of it. So you, I can't prevent you're it. Gonna 100%. Be a month, you're just going to be quiet. <laughs> no, but because I'm, I mean, I mean, let I I understand what you're saying. I'm not, I, not trying to, to, to take away from what you're saying at all. I understand what you're saying wholeheartedly. But regardless of what you say, regardless of what you do, you're going you're gonna to be a father one day. And someone is going to misinterpret the things that you say, sir. It's, it's going to happen. And that's, that's, a, that, you know, that's a driving force. And in all, all of the, this. All the knowledge that all of actually... This. I mean, because it's crossed my mind. The reason I started this show is because I wanted to be a better communicator for my daughter. Exactly. I wanted to be able to to sit down and have a real unfiltered, layered discussion about any topic. Well, a driving factor in why I got into apologetics, you know, understanding the reasonings for my faith, not just believing, you know, just because. Right. Like actually having a defense for why you believe what you believe. Like why? Right. It because was you're gonna get a lot of that. My family, as a father, and exactly. The always the questions why I don't ever want to. I know I will, but I don't ever want to say. You know, I don't know, but th- I don't have to say that Damn. anymore. I can say I don't know. Let's figure it out yes. together. Yes, yes, yes. At, at one point, there's nothing wrong with not no, knowing, not bro. Enough. But at one point, you know, when you don't have that mindset, you get stuck in the fact that you feel like. You're at a loss. I'm I'm insufficient. I'm inadequate to be your leader, to be your your, uh, support. The best leaders understand that they need support as well, though. You can't do everything by yourself. You can't do everything. I mean, you... Look around, motherfucker. That's an internal. <laughs> that's an internal conflict. You, of my you can't own. do everything by yourself. That's an internal conflict of of my own you, that I have to deal with on a day to day basis. Yes. Should I? Because I don't think that you should vent to everyone. No. I think that there should be one person in your life that you can actually that you give your shit to. Of course. Yeah, and uh, because everybody don't need to know your business. No. Because the way that they perceive it, the way that they yeah, they counter it. All right. May not be constructive for you, and and it may actually take your confidence level down. And that's not the point of venting. Mm. The point of venting, in in that sense, is so you can get it out, say it to someone else, and then dissect it to the point where you can 
figure it out. Right. See, I'm of the belief that no no one can shake my confidence with me. I wake up either either I got it or I don't. Either I'm in my bag today or I'm 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 not. I hundred percent agree with that. I am the controlling factor in my confidence yeah. level. My my but confidence, my morality, my my everything. How people take things and that ain't got nothing to do with me. Wins and defeats <laughs> will like, will dictate how my confidence level is. Back to not giving is. a fuck. That ain't got nothing to do with me. It's it. See, I, I'm the shit regardless a if difference. you think so or not. Now that you say that, there is a difference between acting and actually believing. No, it's the same. Hear me out. There are people, like I said, that constantly say they don't care. Mm. But if you really don't, you it only crosses your mind when it's come when it comes out of somebody's mouth. Oh, you said that? Yeah. Okay. Word. And you keep on moving. Yeah. But other people will actually laugh about it the rest of the day as a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Oh, she fine. Oh, they go keep <laughs> returning funny. to that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like keep going back to told, it. And I told, say, just told one of my servers she was passive aggressive for the next three days. She she kept asking me why she, why I thought that. And I was like, well, these continuous conversations about you being passive aggressive is extremely passive aggressive. Not let's have that, the fi- let's have the conversation. Let's talk about it. And it's got her in her feelings to be like, why have you seen me in that light? Yeah. Why have you only seen me as that? You don't think that you know? And she she is like internalized this, yeah, and well, that's it's become the, a conflict. It's not the only thing that you. Well, I think. I, I, Wait, does she see that? Okay, so she sees that as you saying that's the only way she is. Yeah, back to the. I guess that's back to the top of the conversation. You say you don't want people to focus on the way you feel right now. Maybe in that moment, that was one of the personality traits that she was displaying. So in that moment, I was giving her my feelings for that moment. That's probably not how she is at all times. But right then and there, she was acting very passive aggressively. And defined. Right. And what, what, and, what do you and define she, that as? She what felt, do you define that as? She, passive aggressive. She just instead of asking for what you want directly, you go about it in a very roundabouted way. Instead of pressing the button and asking, you go, Hey, it would be such and such and such and such if you did it like this. Like, no, dude, if, if that's what you want, tell me what you mean. I don't like wasting time. No, that attitude. I don't want to keep. Gets on my nerves. I don't want to keep circling back. And I don't mean to say that in a coarse way because no. I understand everybody is different. But be very, very. I need very you to direct. be direct. I need you to Just say be direct. Give me I directions. Need you to say what's on your mind. Give me directions. And people are. I, people I follow are afraid orders. of vulnerability. People are afraid that you're going to take something the wrong way. But as somebody with an open mind, to the point where, let me not. Just go off exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Let me understand. Let me let me see it in a different light. Yeah. And if you can do that, it's so powerful to the point where your immediate emotion, a- your immediate emotion, when someone says something to you that say rubs you the wrong way, yeah. stop for a second. Mm-hmm. Don't just reply. Don't just spit out what comes off the top of your dome. Stop for a second, and even if it it's not even something that you think is logical, see if you can. See it in another light. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to trying to work on here lately. Like, I'm trying to think of an example, but if if something comes out as an insult, can you can you stop for a second and actually say, Oh, I can see why you said that? Even if it doesn't make sense. Like, you said this, you said that, oh, you thought about this, so oh, I I, I can see how you say that. Right. And even if it's like, that's a stupid way of thinking, <laughs> um, I'm hearing you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it takes a complete disconnection of the situation because it's personal, yeah. because it's about you. Yeah, You have to step out. And can you do that? And I, I 100% think you can mm-hmm. because I do it. But then you also go back to we constantly it's, hold it's back. It's situational, man. It's it's situational because there are situations where I can remove myself. I can take myself out of my shoes and get into the shoes of someone else and say, I see why they, they would 
come about that. But there are things that I feel like there was to me. There was only at one point in time that the only way that we dealt with pain is to give it back. Yeah. Unfortunately. hundred percent. Unfortunately, you're right. Because it brought nothing to us. But the thing is, is that we feed or we fed off negativity and anger. Yeah. Like it was a drug. A mighty beast. It was a drug. Yeah. If you could continue on feeding it, it was like a high. And it's not something that I like to experience anymore. No, not at all. I don't like to sit here and... <laughs> I mean, truthfully... I laugh because it feels great. Like It, it is, does. It's so weird. It's like, ooh. Say that again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, But you, you, you really have to chill because it's, it's like, mm-hmm. nah, man, we don't want to go there. It's the fact that, you know, you can sit and you can, uh, it does feel good. It does. But you end up getting into a dark space. Yeah. Into a place in your mind where. Well, now you want to give it to everybody. Yeah. And not only that, but you, you think about I'm, the next I'm a, thing. I'm, it's like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up because you didn't stop them from fucking with me. So that means y'all in this shit together. Like, now, nah, man, like, I, at some time, and I have to go outside. Sometimes I have to step away from the line and, and go chill. I, I had an anxiety attack really? at work. But it manifested itself in a in, in a different way. It wasn't, um, I was hyperventilating because I felt trapped. I felt like everybody in here was the enemy. And my back was against the wall. And the only way I could get out of here and if, if I lashed out, if no one's and when ever I started gone through an anxiety like attack, that, so y'all need to go home. If no one's ever gone through an anxiety attack, I don't think that they should like ever comment on somebody that has. My fight, or, one. my fight or flight response was was peaking, I've but it was all before. fight. There was no flight there, and that was that was your, you know. I think everybody's anxiety attack is is different. Um. I've only had one mm-hmm. in my life, and uh, it's probably one of the scariest things that I've ever been. No, through. it was it was terrifying. My fear. I left since, my phone. Like, since I forever. just ran out of the building. Since forever, like being locked inside your mind, uh, almost being institutionalized, uh, saying you're not crazy. Yeah. And there's no way to say inside a uh, a mental hospital that Bet you're you not ain't crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So when I had mine. I uh, actually got trapped inside my mind. I was screaming and wanted it to come out, Mm -hmm. but nothing came. And, you know, I hit my knees and I basically told God, like, I, this is too much. Like I am, I'm breaking down. I need your help. Right. And, you know, of course, you know, he pulled me out, but like, it was paralyzing. I mean, I, I actually fell to my knees because of this. It, I won't. It was. It wasn't paralyzing. It, it felt like something else was taking over my body. I didn't have control of my movements. I was fully functional. I was moving around. I was doing my job. I was doing everything that I possibly could. But there were, there were things that I, I was fighting, within me. Like, I think it's something that I battled up. You know, a lot longer, but. It was never that intense. From then on, yeah. there was an adrenaline anxiety that mm-hmm. would, would come into play. Like, um, I think it's uh, called something about, like, um, fleeing into the void. It's like getting in your car, pressing the gas down to the floor, and you don't want to let up. No, I was going to, bro... So crazy. And you just you feel I, this, like, overwhelming, like... I left work. I took off all of my work clothes. Like, shirt, pants, shoes, everything. I'm standing there in my underwear. Took all of the clothes out of my drawers. I started packing all of my shit. I pulled all my posters down off the walls. I looked at my bank account. I didn't have any money. Couldn't go anywhere. I was screaming at the top of my lungs in this place, like just waiting for somebody to come home so I could cuss them the fuck out too and maybe start a fight and have a reason to throw it all away. I think that was... Because I was just crumbling. It's just the way that, you know, I think that through growing up 
we constantly we expected the worst because we we sometimes would get the worst and that's where we feel at home man with nothing dude like it, it, that's what i mean like I when you go to, to pack press up the reset button I wanted to Same. press the reset button so bad, and, and and jail has always been my reset button. The scariest shit in the world is the idea that, that yo, get in trouble, go to jail, somebody will bail you out. When you get out, you can start again from the bottom. You've done it a million times. You can do it again. And, and, and yo, the craziest shit in the world is like... I was getting paid on Friday. Yeah. Like, did you not feel at home in that place? Bro, that shit felt so far nowhere away. To, nowhere to turn. Oh my no god. Money, nowhere to run. Nah. Just. I crap. just wanted I mean, to that... get in my car and and go. And when the car ran out of gas, it's gonna get out that motherfucker, and I was gonna walk. For the longest time, that was home for us. That was our day to day. Yeah. Not having anything. And. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people, I don't, I don't ever like to say that. You know, we go through more than the next man. Like I've told you, you know, everybody's, everybody's rock bottom is different. Everybody's end of the world is different. There you go. Everybody's yeah. end of the world is their end of the world. Yeah. So I'm not gonna sit here and you know say that I've been through something, but I, I mean, I have for myself. For myself, this has been something. In like eight minutes, I gotta press pause and switch over. Oh, okay. Got an hour limit on the segments. I I figured like when we get on something, you might need to edit or something because we be all over the place. Like that's just how we are, mm-hmm. and that's way it's always been. It's just the fact that you know, back to it, that we feel like this is where we need to be. This this warrior mentality that we always need to be fighting. Yeah, that we always need to be. Right on the edge of falling off. Desperation. To, I just hate the fact that we always want to be climbing. We always want to be picking ourselves back up. And we don't feel like we can improve without falling back down. And I don't think that that's true. I just think that's the way that we feel comfortable. That's, I mean, just from studying fighters, man, and, and, and watching a lot of boxing and watching a lot of martial arts, like, when when guys win championships and they achieve the things that they said they always wanted to achieve, like you, the dream was always to be comfortable and have your own house. Now you got your own house, and it's like, oh shit, where the fuck do I go from here? It's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, like, like the journey is more important. The than chase the is way more important, man. The chase is way more important than the championship. Because once you get the championship, it's like, all right, I'm the champ now. Like now, I'm I'm looking over my shoulder and waiting and wondering when y'all gonna come take this shit away from me. Because I'm not supposed to be here. It's imposter syndrome. I feel like it's the idea that the the things that you have you don't deserve because you're not you, worthy. You get to talking to people and stuff, and they they tell you about what they've done, what they've gone through, and stuff. And there's a part of me that you know wants to say, you know, let me let me tell you about this. But then it's it's honoring what I've this these mistakes, and that's not something I want to be about. Like, if I don't want to tell you that, you know, I was involved in some really dark places. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to say I was in a gang, but I, also I was definitely that affiliated. Super, I was super helpful, but affiliated no, with, you know, people that did because high levels of crime. Bro, your, your, your wife's a teacher. I'm not proud of that. Your wife's a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And the most important part of her job is her influence. Not even what she's teaching, but her influence. Having someone who Mm -hmm. understands where you come from, understands what you're going through, and wants to see you improve. Your influence is more important than the things that you actually said. The idea that you went through all of that shit. See, I completely understand. That's the weight that I carry. I I completely understand 100% that you influence people in, in ways that you don't even realize. You sit down and have a conversation. And the thing that you just said in passing or said, you know, that was just part of, you know, a progression to what you were really trying to say. 
it's the thing that people hold on to. Mm-hmm. It's the people that, it's the thing that people, you know, will remember forever. Yeah. And when you find out what that is, you're like, I don't understand. Like, out of all like, that bro, I, I don't said, even remember saying that. Yeah. It's a... Uh, Little I, tidbits of the conversation go a long way, bro. And, and it's, it's the tiny jewels that you pick out of the shoe. You know what I'm saying? That, and that's that, what that, I go... Yo. That's what I mean by... Understanding that you are so influential to people's lives, even if they don't follow you, super important. We'll end this segment.